In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In today's Gospel, we hear Jesus tell his disciples that he gives them peace, but not as the world gives. In order to understand what that peace involves, we should look at the readings for today's Mass. The first is from the Acts of the Apostles and concerns the history of the early church. As Christianity spread throughout the Mediterranean world, one of the central issues the church had to face was to what extent its followers had to practice the Mosaic law. Were Christians to be simply a section of the Jews, worshiping in the temple and the synagogues, being circumcised, and keeping the Jewish dietary regulations? But if they were to continue to live in their former way of life, what modifications, if any, should they make? This was no easy question to answer. Jesus himself had been a devout Jew, but he had also made it clear that his mission was to all humanity and his gospel was to be preached to the ends of the earth. In the Acts of the Apostles, we see the disciples, especially Peter and Paul, struggling with this question. And finally, about the year 50, they came together to resolve these issues in what is known as the Council of Jerusalem. This is considered to be the first ecumenical council of the church and the prototype of all those that followed. The words of a letter which the apostles and the elders decided to send to the Gentiles are worth pondering. It has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and what is strangled and from unchastity. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. So the church leaders set out the minimum requirements which all Christians ought to practice. They did this with the goal of bringing peace and unity to the church. And throughout the centuries, ecumenical councils have had the same goal, to establish the basic consensus of belief and practice of what it means to be a Christian. That tradition or magisterium is one source of the peace which Christ wants us to have. Another source of peace can be seen in the second reading from the book of Revelation. That book describes the vision which was given to St. John the Apostle when he was exiled on the island of Patmos at the end of the first century. There are many aspects of that revelation, but it culminates with a description of the heavenly city. Having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper clear as crystal. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine upon it, for the glory of God is its light and its lamp is the Lamb. It is this kingdom of heaven where all tears are wiped away and all things are made new that is the ultimate source of our hope and our peace. It is that place of eternal life and eternal love which we all look forward to where we will be together with all those we have loved, united in the joy of God's presence and that peace which passes all understanding. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.